Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of SonaCast. Food allergy is a common and growing problem placing burdens on health systems worldwide. Studies suggest that in some Western countries, up to 10% of children have a food allergy. Lateral flow technology offers one solution, allowing food to be tested for allergens with rapid results. In this episode, we talk to Shireen Yates, founder and CEO of NEMA Labs and creator of the award-winning lateral flow-based food testing device, NEMA. Hello, I'm Darren Evans, Sona's Head of Communications, and this week my guest is Shireen Yates, the founder and CEO of NEMA Labs, Inc., After five years in sales and marketing at Google and an MBA from MIT Sloan, Shireen decided to pursue her passion for helping people lead healthier lifestyles by starting NEMA Labs out of MIT. She led NEMA from product concept in 2013 to commercialization in 2016, raising funding from Venture Capital and the National Institute of Health. NEMA Labs creates greater food transparency, enabling consumers to make better health decisions at mealtime. Its first product, NEMA, is a discrete and portable lateral flow-based device that allows consumers to test their meals for unwanted ingredients in a few minutes. At the moment, the products on the market test for gluten and peanut. The company has been named a Time Magazine Best Invention of the Year and one of Popular Science's Top 12 Most Important Health Innovations of the Year. So, Shireen, first of all, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. And um, can you tell me, uh, first of all, then, how your product came about? Yes, I um, myself have a number of food sensitivities and allergies and found it very challenging to eat out of the home and stay healthy and was at a wedding between my first and second year of business school and I asked this waitress at the wedding if this food was gluten-free and she said, well, how sick do you get? I said, well, why can't I just test this food? And I I just couldn't stop thinking about the idea and that's what inspired the six-year journey we've been on um, to really understand, you know, what's the technology to help people test their food on the spot and, uh, and be the first to market to create that category. Okay, and the um, product then, you started uh, this journey um, six years ago. How did uh, you go from having this idea to having a product in the market? It took about three years to go from concept to commercialization. So the first part of it was a lot of market research to understand the pain point and size the market. Then it was the chemistry development. Can we develop something that is sensitive and specific and fast enough um, to meet the requirements of consumers? And then it was the hardware development and transfer to manufacture. And to fund that, we did um, take venture capital funding as well as grants from the NIH to develop it. Okay, now your background is in sales and marketing, so how did you kind of seek out the the people to help you with the science aspects and and elements of this? I I knew that, I knew the technology that um, we wanted to go for, given the research that I did and and, um, some of the other conversations we had with experts, so I knew it was in in lateral flow, I knew it was pretty... uh, high degree of mechanical engineering as well to do the sample prep and so I knew the the backgrounds I was looking for and then it was a matter of networking and meeting people who were passionate about the problems I was trying to solve at MIT where I went to grad school and I was able to find and recruit a PhD in chemical engineering and then a mechanical engineer to start the company. 
And you, you talked about lateral flow then. Was it always going to be a lateral flow-based device, or did you kind of look at other ideas early on? I, early on, we didn't. We weren't technology at all centric. It was more um, problem centric, which was, okay, the problem is you're getting exposed to foods, so people want to know what's in their plate. What's the most um, least resistant way to do that, and or what are the most important things for people? And accuracy came up as number one, and then speed and portability. And then when we looked at the technology landscape, we thought that the the best use case would be to scan your food, right, using spectroscopy. Um, but the lim- the level of detection and reliability for that format in the size that we needed just wasn't there. Maybe 20, 25 years off. So um, then looking at lateral flow, we thought, look, that's a proven technology. It's sensitive. It's specific. We actually did our own development for test strips to really push the bounds of sensitivity and specificity for what we were looking for. Complex food matrix, you know, you're putting in, we want to get a a consistent readout. Um, So I wouldn't the short answer is no. Um, We looked at a lot of technology landscapes and we landed on lateral flow. You mentioned before about um, other products that were available to do this type of thing and I think in your own words you said they were kind of like having a chemistry lab on the table Um, so presumably you were looking for simplicity and ease of use from you know a very early stage. That's right yeah and those products are great for different use cases I think a lot of food manufacturers use them for um, testing and I think some consumers use them but where we were really differentiating was the portability I need to Take a air, you know, go on the airplane. I order a meal. I'm just unsure. I have no other options. I need to test it on the spot, and that's really what we were engineering for. Great stuff. Um, and I've seen the the products here today that you've got. I mean, they're uh, they're absolutely fantastic. They're uh, portable. They're you know e- easily understandable. Um, can you describe them to me and uh, and how they work? Yes. So there's um, th- really three components to the NEMA platform. One is a consumable capsule. You take a sample of food, put it in the capsule. As a user, all you have to do is close the capsule and then put it in the sensor. That's the second part, um, and turn on. That's it. And then the sensor is basically reading the test strip development. And then there's an app component. So it's Bluetooth connected. You can actually see what other people are testing in the area and then have a better sense of understanding when you walk into a restaurant. Were there other people like me here and what did they test as a starting point? Okay. And from the lateral flow point of view, what are the components that are uh, used in the test? Do you know what the um, the label is, for example? The It's uh, in terms of... Is it colloidal gold? Oh, yes, or? it's colloidal gold. Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's colloidal gold. Um uh, we did. We used monoclonal antibodies. Um, we developed our own antibodies, and uh, and then in terms of a lot of our IP, it's around the the buffer itself, the extraction buffer, um, as well as the antibodies we have as as assets, and then um, and then using gold as the label. Okay, so can you describe to me how the test works? And so I'm a, a consumer. I've yeah. purchased your um, test kit. How do I go about using it? What what steps do I have to take to get the result? Um, you have to take a sample of food of whatever's in question in front of you, pea size sample, put it in a consumable, and then you put the consumable, and then close the top, then you put it in the sensor, and then within a minute you're done with that prep, you turn it on. You can wait between two and five minutes depending on what you're testing for and whether or not it's free of what you're looking for, and then you get a result. The result is a smile, good to go, and then if there's gluten found and gluten or peanut found, there's a peanut, and then if you have your app connected, it'll pop up on your app and you'll say, I tested this, packaged food or I tested this restaurant food, log it, and then you're done. So really is very simple to use then. Um, how many have you uh, sold so far? How many are out there? I can't share those numbers, but we've had amazing growth. Um, so it's just been so rewarding to see that that the, the consumer base has been growing um, pretty spectacularly for both gluten and peanuts since we launched. Okay. And what sort of feedback have you had from people who've used it? 
I'm generally very positive and uh, you know always areas for improvement people want it faster people want it cheaper and hopefully we'll hit both of those in the future okay so what does the uh, the future hold for Nima then you mentioned earlier about moving into um, other allergens other food-based um, allergens yeah we want to get into a point where whatever you care about we can give you that instant information in the palm of your hand and then build a whole certification layer too there's a in terms of restaurants or menu items that have been Nima tested um, next dairy and tree nut are in our pipeline and uh, the test at the moment is um, qualitative uh, and you mentioned quantitative testing is that something that you you yes. might want to develop yes definitely that was something we're really interested in as well and something that consumers would like to know fantastic shireen thanks ever so much for joining us really appreciate it thank you that's all from sonacast this week thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. You can follow us on Twitter, at Sona Nanotech. On LinkedIn, search for Sona Nanotech Inc. On Facebook, also search for Sona Nanotech Inc. And on Instagram, at Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019 and 2020, where we will be recording future podcasts. If you would like to be one of our special guests, get in touch with us through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think or if you have any ideas for future guests or content.